What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Les Talk Podcast. LES is in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're really excited to be with you this week. It's Jared and I, and we got Dan. Dan in the booth. Welcome I back. made it. I'm Dan's here. here, off the boat. I rocked the boat. Now I'm off. <laughs> on dry land. <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking a little bit about week zero. We're going to do a quick little week zero recap. We're going to have to apologize for our egregiously wrong takes. Uh, it, was, it was pretty bad. Only and, a couple. Yeah. And we'll do a little college football season preview. So, without further ado, let's bool. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here! That's right! Let's back this booler. Yeah! Let's go again! Let's go wild, Let's man. go, baby. Let's go. Alrighty, here we go. Uh, we need to make one thing clear. In the uh, little intro music, we say go Wildcats. That is definitely not the Arizona Wildcats. Absolutely not. It's we not are... high school musical either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was uh, from when we had an XFL game. Mm. Yep, big XFL fans on the podcast. LA Wildcats, claws up. Claws up. Claws up. Claws up, baby. Absolutely not the Arizona Wildcats. They no. suck, mm. and we hate them. And we're going to smash them this week. No apologies to the Arizona <laughs> <laughs> If there are any at this point. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got Provo and uh, Wyoming right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Shout, Shout out Wyoming, <laughs> our listener there. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate ya. Alrighty. Well, let's hop into it. The let's just do a quick little uh, week zero recap of the games. If uh, all of you guys were watching, it was kind of well. It depends on who you are. If you're Scott Frost, it's a weekend to forget. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Poor Scott. That that was our first take that went just completely out the door. <laughs> what did I say, Jerry? Something like, Scott Frost will not lose this game. Guess yeah. what Scott Frost did? He lost that game. And kind of in an yeah. abysmal manner. <laughs> um, I did not watch a single game last weekend. Damn. Got, got married, got back from my honeymoon, but... I test on Nebraska. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> well, given the way that they gave up the first two points of the season, <laughs> that that punt returner who literally caught the ball on like the two-yard line, fell backwards three yards, and then tried to chuck the ball five yards down the threw field. Threw it down the field. Threw it out of bounds. <laughs> and oh my goodness. Yeah, a safety to start off the year. I mean, we couldn't have asked for anything better. Big yeah. 10 football mm-hmm. at his Big finest. Ten fo- Big 10. And then you had, you had the... the Fumble or whatever you want to call it, the, the safety. Adrian Martinez cough up thing. <laughs> yeah, and he just tossed it right to the D end. Oh, um, he gets tackled, falls forward, lit it with the ball in his hands, not even tucked anywhere close not to his tucked. body, and just tosses it. Oh, it's like right a rugby play. <laughs> it was like a rugby <laughs> play. Got a scrum down there. Anyway, uh, Brett Bielema, Bilema, whoever Bielema? you want to say it, Bielema. It was a pretty good start to his career. I mean, yeah. who knows how good Nebraska is going to be, but. Not good. You know, yeah. uh, he started off with a win. Solid win. I'll take it. 
Anyway, uh, other games, Fresno State beat the crap out of UConn. I don't think anybody... Yeah, uh, has to be expected. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you cannot. Absolutely Definitely not. not. And then I guess the other big storyline was UCLA, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Another one where we were egregiously wrong. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I guess we weren't that wrong. When you look into it, what did we say? We said Hawaii is one of those teams that can either score eight touchdowns or throw eight picks in a game. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I, I, honestly, I don't remember wrong. throwing very many interceptions. But Hawaii did not play well. Hawaii got their butts handed to them on a silver platter. Yeah. And it, was, it was really, really bad. But, hey, shout out to UCLA. Chip Kelly finally finally getting a, mm-hmm. a non-conference win for UCLA under his belt. <laughs> Streak's broken. Strong yeah. start. Now, is this going to be the return of UCLA? Or are they going to come back into prevalence? How are we feeling about it? Hmm. Can there be a return if <laughs> <laughs> they were never super great to begin with? Yeah, like do you guys That's remember UCLA thinking. being great? When were they good? Uh, in twenty, the year Tanner Mangum. Do you guys remember that? Josh, Josh Rosen. Oh, they Josh Rosen's right. era. Decent. Yeah. I don't like. I don't remember them being like extremely good. Maybe. I think they've had a few top twenty-five years. Definitely nothing top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what do you guys think of the take that uh, Chip Kelly, for the first time since he's been at UCLA? has worn his signature visor. Mm. He wore his visor, and what did he do? He went out and flew out <laughs> Hawaii. So, does he think that UCLA is back and that they are worthy of the visor? Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, there are two explanations. One, it's random. Right, or okay. two... Exactly what Justin said. <laughs> he finally <laughs> believes in this team. He's got his guys, and he, he wants to enjoy this season and kind of go back to his glory days when he was at Oregon. So I would love that. I would love that, too. Maybe we'll I, see another great Chip Kelly season. I mean, we'll get into this uh, a little bit later, <laughs> yeah. but he's got the true test coming up this weekend. Yeah, he does to see LSU. If, yeah. So that's, that's something we'll talk about later. <laughs> Anyway, any other week uh, zero uh, takeaways? See, there's a team you're really big on, Jared. Oh, yes. That performed all right. Performed pretty well. They did all right. Yeah. The Fresno State Bulldogs. Yes. Same Derek Carr. Wow. I, yes. (laughs) (laughs) No Derek Carr, thank heavens. Him and his makeup can leave. Uh, Fresno (laughs) State. Shadow. I think they're a team to be reckoned with. And, Mm -hmm. uh,. I don't want to get too into the week one matchups. I'm just so excited. But that Fresno State-Oregon game, mm. all you people on the West Coast, yeah. stay up and watch Left that game. Coast. That's going to be that's gonna be a good game, I think. And same with San Jose State, right? At USC, Justin's San got Jose his eye State, on that yeah. one. We'll talk more about that later when we're talking about our games to watch. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on that one. I'm going to be honest, Jared. <clears throat> I think Fresno State's going to lose by at least 35 points. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, we'll <laughs> All right. We'll All see. right. So we got split podcast here. Dan, do you want to be this, the the final vote? Um, on this quick little look ahead. Fresno State. Yep. Against Oregon. Real or fake? They're given an 11% chance to win. Uh, Oregon is a 20 and a half point favorite. I, yeah, I'm pretty high on Oregon this year. I don't okay. think they have a real chance, but do you think they'll cover? This maybe they'll show up. Twenty and a half. Do they cover? Ah, twenty and a half. I think they'll cover that. Oh, it's pretty I pretty agree. big spread. I mean, that's pretty big. Oregon hasn't played yet. 
Fresno State has one game under their belt. I mean, against who? True. Who was it that they played? <laughs> True. <laughs> a little against, tune up. Yeah. Perennial bottom feeders. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't think Fresno State will do anything. I I honestly think twenty and a half. I think Fresno State's already not covering that by the end of the first quarter. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> okay. Oh, rough. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Alrighty. Well, let, let's hop into the season preview then. Yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a crazy season coming up. Lots First time with fans the in the table. stands. Yes. Fans in the stands, man. I, honestly, I can't wait to be one of those fans in the stand. But Ooh, yes. I don't think there was any better feeling than turning on that Nebraska-Illinois game. First game back in a long time. You watch it. You hear. A, you see a big play. And you hear that crowd noise roar. <sighs> there yeah. was... I was so out of my mind happy when I heard that sound. And I can't wait to hear it so much more this season. Oh, yes. Especially live. I, yeah. Oh, man. It's special. It's going to be good. Um, let's go with teams to watch, shall we? And let's start with Justin over there. What are Ooh. your teams to watch this season in college football? Under the radar teams, maybe teams that have a shot at making the playoff? Shot at making the playoff? Um. I think a big team to watch this year, I don't know that they're really considered an underdog, is the University of Cincinnati. Ooh. The Bearcats. So Alrighty. we all know that, you know, there, there was a lot of narrative with, with Cincinnati last year, if they should have made the playoffs or not. Right. They ended up sticking, they ended up getting stuck out and playing Georgia in that bowl game. Played Georgia very well. They honestly kind of outplayed them. They really did. A few, few mishaps here and there. They ended mm-hmm. up losing the game. But then again, it's a bowl game, you know. At that point, I think you'd like to think that Cincinnati was playing with their heart because they wanted to prove that they could beat Georgia. But I do think that bowl game, you know, the, the players are thinking ahead mm-hmm. and not really thinking about how this will affect them. So here, like, here we go with Cincinnati. They're a top ten preseason team. I think with this schedule, if they go undefeated, they're in because they play the likes of Notre Dame. You know, they, they do and have some, Indiana. They yeah. do Indiana. They have some marquee matchups. So if they go undefeated, they're in the playoff. Will they go undefeated? I don't think so, but I guess we'll see. Where are you going to find out? Let's see, second team to watch, the UCLA Bruins. Mm. A little home, home, home <laughs> bias there? Or, uh... You know, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not saying UCLA is going to come anywhere near the playoff. Okay. Not e- They're not even going to smell it. <laughs> But I liked what I saw from them last, last Saturday. Chip Kelly has finally got his guys. He's got them playing well. We'll have our first true test against LSU, where we'll actually see if UCLA is the team that it wants to be. I think they're they're on the up and up in the Pac-12. I think they can murky the water a little bit. Okay. They can make the water a little murky in, in the Pac-12. You know how in the Pac-12 after dark, you know how the, the top <laughs> top teams like to lose. I think UCLA Ooh. will be the team that's maybe beating a Washington, maybe beating an Oregon. You know, I, I'm not yeah. exactly sure what their full schedule is this year. They might not even play <laughs> those teams. <laughs> they go to yeah. Washington, to Washington, to Utah, and to USC. Wow. But, but they do get Oregon at home. They'll beat Utah, Utah. You know, <laughs> you know how we feel about Utah. Yeah. Last but not least, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Mm. That's a hot pick these UNC. days, Justin. It is a hot pick. Danny I, doesn't like this pick. <laughs> I'm interested to see what will happen. Mac Brown got the QB. He's got experience. Man, like, 
Is this the year that they knock off Clemson? They played Clemson. I can't honestly. It's kind of escaping. Was it last year or the year before that they played Clemson and they lost on the two, lost point, two conversion. point conversion? That oh. was nineteen. Yeah, that was nineteen. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So there was a point where UNC was there. And now, are they there now? Maybe. That's why I, I want. I want to watch them. I want to see. I think they're at a point where they will not lose any dumb games in the ACC. Okay. They might go ten and two, eleven and one. Will they make the playoff? Absolutely not. But <laughs> a top ten finish would not be unrealistic for the North Carolina Tar Heels in my mind. They have Miami at home, and they go to Notre Dame. So those are really their only two games. Uh, Miami, man. Miami's, Miami's got to be one of the most overhyped teams every single year because they had some good teams decades ago. Right? <laughs> I, I honestly don't think they'll they'll stay ranked for very long. They'll, they'll lose a couple games. They'll drop a couple games. They'll be out of national contention with, by week eight, probably. So, okay. Those Danny, are my teams to watch. I feel like Danny has a, a little different feel on this. Um, Let's hear it. <clears throat> well, I certainly haven't done as much research, but we might have to old takes expose you, Justin, for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of my affinity for Miami comes from Sean Taylor on the the Washington football team. He's a big Miami guy. I had his career cut short. Unfortunately, yes. but Unfortunately. ever since then, I've just always kind of liked Miami. Okay, that is a hot um, take. And I think they could be pretty good. Mm. I'm not saying they'll win the ACC, mm-hmm. but uh, if we're doing hot takes over here, oh. <laughs> I think they'll be better than UNC. Better than you? <laughs> oh, okay. No. okay, okay. You want to put your Cheez-Its right there? <laughs> Are we betting Cheez-Its we here? We did a Cheez-It bet. Let's see. Okay. Let's do it. End of the season. If Miami is better than UNC, what do I got to do? You have to eat 48 Cheez-Its in 30. No, less than 30. 20 seconds. Oh. 48 in 20 <laughs> seconds. Okay. That's like swallowed down the hatch. Yeah. I think I could pull it off. You have to finish swallowing the last one. Ooh. And, oh, wow. No water. No water? No water. No water. <laughs> oh, okay, well, if UNC is better than Miami by the end of the year. Ooh. Let's see. You have to walk for an entire day. With a cheese it in between each of your toes. <laughs> oh no! With my socks on and everything. However you choose. Oh. <laughs> I mean. It'll be what December, so yeah, it'll probably be cold. One <laughs> That's gonna be nasty. Okay, this should be exciting. Okay, everybody, keep us accountable. All right. <laughs> yep, we gotta From write December, this. You need to you know, give us a little message and say, "Hey, somebody lost." Bet. Alrighty, Danny. What are your other? Uh, teams to watch um what of mine is Ole Miss Ole Miss maybe you remember how their season went last year I do they're putting up like oh, I don't know 700 yards per game <laughs> but their defense was terrible classic <laughs> I have them as a team to watch because not because I think their defense will be better just because I think they'll be entertaining and Hopefully their defense gets better. I mean, you kind of hope that for every team. Yeah. If they're bad at something, they improve <laughs> at it. So I, I think they will be better on D, but their offense will still be electric. They've got a 
great character of a coach. And oh, yes. I think they'll be a fun team to follow this year. I got a question for you, Dan. Mm-hmm. So Matt Corral, you know that QB that you're talking about. Yeah. He's got the seventh best odds for Heisman right now. Oh. At plus 2,000. Mm, okay. Seventh best, you say. Do you think that he can, you know, because like you said, he'll throw for 700 yards a game. <laughs> Do you think if their team is any decent that he is a dark horse for the Heisman? Um, yes. Oh, okay. I think with the schedule he's got, if he puts up good numbers and his team is half decent, You've got to consider him. I mean, it's an SEC player. Very true. It, you know it depends a lot on how the team goes, but I could see it happening. Right. You know who else picked Matt Corral to win the Heisman? Who else did? RG3. Oh! That's RG3's pick. Dan's got the connection. Wow. <laughs> Our Washington football team insider, Dan. Telekinesis. <laughs> wow. I always knew I liked RG3. Anything else, Dan? I got one more team to watch. This is not a dark horse by any means, but <laughs> it's it's a college up in Ohio. Let's go. <laughs> Known as the Ohio State University. <laughs> hey. They're always pretty good, right? Yeah, kind of. But, I mean, they're more than just good, I feel like. Their quarterback position, they had a great QB competition throughout offseason, throughout camp. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the options they had, you know they're going to have a great quarterback. And if they don't, they've got another guy who can <laughs> do better. And, you know, they seems like they always have a quarterback in Heisman contention. They've got oh, no, great man. wide receivers. They always have good running backs and a strong defense. The defensive line is always insane. Yeah, yeah. they've got D-linemen throughout the NFL. I think they'll be one of the most exciting teams to watch, unless you're a Michigan fan. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. Do not label me as such. Oh, <laughs> never. Alrighty. Well, I like to agree with Dan on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. I am going to echo Dan okay. in one of the Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I'm going Ole Miss, too. Because yeah, get your popcorn. Wow. Ole Miss podcast? <laughs> I watched the Alabama Ole Miss game last year oh. and was blown away. I can't remember the final score of that game, but it was like... 50-something. It? Uh, it was like 53-48 to 48 or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something crazy. And Matt Corral, he is the epitome of what my quarterbacks are in NCAA <laughs> You just launch the ball whether it works or not. Yeah, yeah. And you end up with 700 yards, five touchdowns, and five interceptions. It's kind of like Jameis Winston. You know, Jay- you know, yeah, that's, that's a good analogy. Famous and I, I love that for Matt Corral. I love that. And I think Lane Kiffin will kind of hone him in a little bit. So this year he makes smarter decisions, throws the balls away more, You know, can you know just check down when he has to instead of trying to throw into triple coverage. So I think mm-hmm. that's going to be really good for him. Yeah. Another team to watch that I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about in the last couple of years is Penn State. Penn State. I love James Franklin. I think he's a great coach. And I think last year they kind of got screwed the call against Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That. Yeah, that was rough. <clears throat> and then they kind of just didn't have a good season after that. Like they kind of they fell into a couple pits, couldn't get out of them right. Wound yeah, up COVID. 
Um, like guys opting out for COVID and stuff. Yeah. Right, and they lost their star linebacker, you know, who opted out. So I think Penn State will be – they'll come back. They'll have a little springboard back this year. Okay. And then I have a couple other teams. Florida State, I'm not going to talk too much about. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I hate Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, what was it, 2008 when – Florida State came to BYU and blew us out like 57 to 20 or something. Oh, man. That was bad news. Yeah, bad memories. But McKenzie I th- Milton. Yeah, I think you might just have to keep your eye on them. Okay. And then I have to say this because of my wife, but Arizona State. Mm. <laughs> no. Forks up. Forks up. <laughs> Spencer Linton on BYU Sports Nation made the point, and it's a good point, that Arizona State is a just – perennial underachiever like they always (laughs) have high expectations and always wind up just middle of the pack right Mm. yep that's that's arizona state in a nutshell yeah and i'm not gonna say it but there's a team that we like that is more or less like that (laughs) 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 anyway not not last year but yeah i think arizona state is due for a breakout year i think this is their chance and whether or not it happens it's going to be the last time because all those NCAA investigations going yeah. on. <laughs> I think this is their year, yeah. so I think they'll take advantage and they'll capitalize, maybe win the Pac-12 South. Are they beating okay. BYU? Absolutely not. Ooh. No chance. <laughs> Save it for the recap. Not the recap. that good. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that that's it for, for the teams that we want to watch. How about players? Players that we want to keep our eye on this season. Players that are maybe going under the radar a little bit. Or maybe players that are on the radar but are fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> players that you are going to be hearing about. Uh, I've got three QBs I want to bring up. Three QBs? And they're all very different. <laughs> quarterback guy, <huh? laughs> Very different quarterbacks. Okay. First one is yeah. CJ Stroud out of Ohio State. Okay. okay. Classic. He's, you know, I was talking about Ohio State always having a Heisman candidate. He does not have the experience. Not a single snap. Not play. a snap. <laughs> but I have I have good expectations for him. I think with the weapons he has and you know the coaching he has and the defense he's got to back him up. He does. Yeah. He's got he's got everything set up for him to have a really big year. Do you think he might be kind of like a Mac Jones, but maybe a little bit better? Like just surrounded by a mountain of talent, but then you know does what does with the talent what everybody expects him to. Do you think that's kind of in store for him? Um. I think so. In my opinion, of Mac Jones has changed recently. Oh, okay. with oh, the, oh, you know his NFL since Cam Newton his got preseason dropped. stuff. Yeah, he beat out Cam Newton. He looked really good in preseason. I remember he played the professional football team in Washington, <laughs> <laughs> and he looked good. And not, I mean, I always thought he was just kind of a guy that had good weapons around and that made him have good numbers. But he honestly looked good in the NFL. Okay. And so C.J. Stroud, I think. Because of you know what he had to do to earn his spot, I think he's got to be good. You know, he's look good in practice. Right. Yeah. I'm not positive that'll translate to you know games, but I, I've I've got high hopes for him. And honestly, like with the weapons he has, yeah, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, the Smith and Jigba, and <laughs> Master Teague. Oh man, behind My that stacked into that lineup, stacked exactly yards. right. Yeah, you don't even have to throw the ball to get three hundred <laughs> yards. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I'm sure Jared agrees, but definitely he's gonna have a good year. I think the next one is Matt Corral, who we've talked about. 
Dang it. He's kind yeah. of a, a James Winston type. I kind of relate him to the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ooh, Fitzmagic. Ooh. Maybe a Jekyll and Hyde oh, situation. Okay. With, uh, <laughs> the Fitzmagic and Fitztragic <laughs> events going on. He's got both. He's good at both. He is. <laughs> and cool. he'll be fun to watch. Okay. Now, the last one. How many people do you guys know named Zeb? Zeb. Z-E-B. Zeb. Um, in the Star Wars Rebels cartoon, there's a character named Zeb. Okay. Really? So, yeah. Maybe he's, he's named after alien. I know zero <laughs> Zebs. Zeb. Well, now you know one. His name is Zeb Noland. Zeb Nolan. Nolan. And he's not a freshman. Oh. Okay. But he was not on a team last year. Oh. Okay. He's at, at South Carolina. He was a graduate assistant coach. <laughs> and he was just announced to be the starter for their week one. <laughs> he's a graduate assistant. Let me get this straight. <clears throat> graduate assistant coach. Yeah. Then week one comes. Starting QB. He's starting. As For a, a power five program. He's not a grad transfer. He's not <laughs> like, like a red shirt senior or anything. He was a coach. And they decided <clears throat> that he'd be their best option at QB. I don't know what wow. that tells you <laughs> about South Carolina's quarterback situation. But that is a fun story. I don't think he'll do super well, <laughs> but the first game it might be fun to watch while it lasts. Yeah, you know what? I'm rooting for Zeb Nolan. Yeah, let's all root for Zeb. Let's see what our is favorite Zeb. Our favorite Zeb. He's got. All right, all right. <clears throat> do we know where he played? Yeah. So was it South from, Carolina? From what I, I actually Zeb did Nolan check that. Did play for a little bit, right? Like as an undergrad. It looks yeah. like. Let's see. Okay. Should have checked this before. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, for South North, Carolina. Looks North Dakota like. State. Oh, North Dakota State. Oh, so he started at Iowa State. Okay. And then <clears throat> went to North Dakota State to get more okay. playing time. Yeah. And then ran into oh, a guy named Trey Lance. Didn't see Tough. a lot of playing time in that situation, <laughs> yeah. and so came to South Dakota or South Carolina as a grad, like a grad assistant, mm -hmm. like you as know, coach. and and now, and now he's back. Now he's back. <laughs> he's back. Never he, give uh, up on your dreams. Kind of just had like a little gap year, <laughs> learned the game season, and now okay. here he is back now, for revenge. See, during his final season at North Dakota State, Zeb Nolan passed for seven hundred twenty-one yards. With five touchdowns and six interceptions in seven games. Okay. So he wasn't great. <laughs> Doesn't wasn't jump off the page. <laughs> but apparently he's good enough to start at a Power 5 program now. Okay. Yeah. Which BYU like is not. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Although, uh, let's be honest. Uh, depending on who you ask. Yeah, what's coming? Yeah. That's what's coming. Get into that? Let's get into what's that coming. later. Mm -hmm. Shall we? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's finish up the players. Yeah, Hot topic. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's finish up the players to watch, and then we'll talk a little bit about <clears throat> conferences. Okay. okay. All right. I'm up on the players to watch, and I should have gone first. Dang it, because Danny stole my Matt Corral <laughs> guy. <laughs> Love him. What a guy. Um, other guys. Okay. Now, my brother Jacob is on a mission okay. in Washington, D.C. Mm. He and I are the absolutest 
like number one Bo Nix haters. Okay. Because Bo Nix gets okay. so much love and deserves absolutely zero. Can we just <laughs> kind of take. agree on that? Uh, like, I, I tend to agree. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bo Nix, he's... Overrated. Yeah, you know, I think he's good. Not great, good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and everybody thinks he's great, right? And so, yeah. I think he's the guy to watch this season. Not because he's going to be great. I think he's going to stink it up again. But mm. oh, I think he's on fraud watch. Yes, mm. fraud watch. But also, <clears throat> he has so much to prove because he has underwhelmed in every single season, every single game he's played in. Right? He has right. never yeah. performed like he should have. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Brian Harson, the new coach, mm. makes his guys take the stairs, not the elevator. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Real football guy. <laughs> he's got grit. Anyway, I watch out for Bo Nix because right. he's either going to be at the bottom of the the pile or top of the pile. Keep my eye on him. Next one, Mackenzie Milton from Florida State, right? Okay. Because UCF he had transfer. that horrific injury and almost died, like had all those <laughs> complications, you know, and they're like, I, like people were thinking he may never walk again, much less play football, and now here he is starting at, the, you know, like Florida yeah. State. Yeah, yeah. Program. Good for him. big program. That's great. Yeah, so I want to see how he does. I I don't expect him to be amazing, but I think that's it's kind of like an Alex Smith. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. kind of story. It's a good yeah. story. Yeah, and then my last one is Malik Willis from Liberty. If you guys remember last year, Malik Willis yeah. was kind of crazy. Tore like, it up. QB for Liberty. Yeah, and we don't exactly love Liberty here. <laughs> <laughs> Liberty, 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 Liberty. Yeah, you know, hey. The better Liberty gets, the less of a trap game it'll feel like when we play. Agreed. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, for Liberty. So that's plus. it for me for players to watch. For me, you know, Dan went with a few quarterbacks. I'm going to go with running backs. Ooh. It's time to see if Brees Hall is legit. Okay. Iowa State University, Brees Hall. Incredible season last season. He had a great season. Yep. Absolutely incredible. He's on Heisman Watch. Okay. I think he has a chance to be very, very good. And I think that he has a chance to compete at the next level. I think it's time to see whether or not he can replicate what he did last year with a full schedule, with like, right. you know, you know, playing, playing big opponents. I really want to see him play. I really want to see what he does. Next up on running back watch, someone that the national media is sleeping on, but that a few Instagram pages I follow are high on. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Tyler Algier Ooh. from Brigham Young University. The Brigham Young? The Brigham Young. <laughs> Bingham Young. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think Tyler Algier has a chance for, for a breakout year. He had, a, he had an incredible year last year. Granted, it was against inferior defenses yes, where yes. our offensive line pumped <laughs> the defensive line. Smack and so yes. He had holes to run through like none other. But I think, yeah, th- this is another another situation where I want to see if he can replicate what he did last year. Him and Brees Hall both. So. Already. I, I, yeah. Running backs are people too. Running backs are people too. They are. <laughs> not, just, not just tackling dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Even though a certain professional sport league would like you to think they're just yeah. that. <laughs> Alrighty. So those are your players to watch. Um, and then lastly, let's just do a quick games we're looking to in week one that are going to kind of set the stage for the rest of the season in playoffs. Mm. Uh, for me, you guys mentioned it, Fresno State, Oregon. Fresno yeah. State, Oregon. I'm saying that Fresno State is going to cover that spread. I think it's going to be a lot closer. Oregon's got a brand new quarterback. Right. They yeah, still have sure. a they still have a pretty good 
You know, they still have a pretty good line. They got CJ Verdell, defense, Travis Dye, defensive end. Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh-huh. He's a good player. So I think this is going to tell us a lot about both Oregon and Fresno State. Maybe not Fresno State in a, such a national spotlight, but I think it'll be a good test for Oregon. Next, Boise State UCF. Mm-hmm. Winner goes to the Big 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Boise State has a lot to prove with them sucking it up last year. And UCF kind of does too because yeah, they got yeah. their booties handed to them by BYU. Yep. In the uh, flashandpan.com bowl <laughs> <laughs> last year. <laughs> so I think they're gonna, both of these teams have a lot to prove. It's going to be prime time, ESPN, Thursday night. Everybody's going to be watching this game. And it really is going to be like battle for, you know, top of the group of five almost, you know. Taking out BYU and Cincinnati, obviously. 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 And then my last one is going to be Alabama-Miami, mostly because I don't know what I'm going to see from Alabama this year. They really? lost their running back, uh-huh. wide receivers, you know, a couple of defensive starters, a couple of linemen, and um, some DBs and their quarterback, right? So they're, yeah. Yeah. almost all their skill positions, they're going to have brand new guys. Now, this is Nick Saban we're talking about. They but, do have a tendency to reload and not rebuild. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how they stack up against the Miami team that may be better than people think. I may be on Danny's side of the, <laughs> better than I think. the Cheez-It bet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for me. Those are the three games I'm looking out for. See, week one, I'm really looking forward to Boise State UCF. Really looking forward to that one. Uh, you know, that, that's going to be a huge G5 battle. It's going to be, you know, top of the G5, bragging rights, all of that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Alabama at Miami. One of, honestly, the game I feel like I'm most excited for. Because obviously, you know, there's Georgia, Clemson, but, you know, it's right. it's exciting. But, like, you know, there's, there's something else that I'm really, really, really on the edge of my seat for. And that's San Jose State at USC. <laughs> San Jose State had an incredible year last year. Going undefeated except for the bowl game. Except know? for the bowl game. They played really well. And now this season, they're already 1-0. I mean, they, they beat some nobody. <laughs> but now they have a chance to go and prove that they're legit. And USC has always kind of struggled at the beginning of the season. Yep. Dropping games to teams such as BYU. BYU. You know? They've <laughs> kind of struggled. So and I'm really interested to see what San Jose State can do against USC. Clay Hilton... If he loses that game, I mean, he's already kind of on the hot seat. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to do a little more looking into that one. But one more game that I'm really excited for, I told you to watch out for UCLA. LSU comes to play UCLA <laughs> this week. LSU at UCLA, it's going to be UCLA's first like big game. Mm, LSU's first game. Yeah, LSU's first game. This, this is, for Chip Kelly, this is a big game. This is a game that proves that they're legit. If they can win it, if they lose, they're back to mid-tier Pac-12. Right. And LSU, I mean, we love Coach O here. We are the <laughs> biggest Coach O fans. Go Tigers. This side of, I don't know, the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> this side of it, yeah. But we love Coach O, but honestly, he kind of has to prove that he belongs too, or else, you know, 2019 may just be like his little moment. And then he an just... oasis in the desert. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's a great game to match up, though. I think both teams match up pretty well. I think there's a lot of question marks about LSU, but yeah. UCLA also has a couple question marks. So I don't, 
I think it's going to be a good game. We'll see. That, those are my games to watch this week. <coughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I was looking forward to some of the same games as you guys. UCLA, LSU will be big. Massive. UCLA looked great. LSU, we who don't know. Who knows? <laughs> they won <laughs> the national championship just a couple years ago, and now we have no idea <laughs> what's Massive going on there. <laughs> but another one uh, I was looking forward to, Notre Dame, Florida State. Ooh. Notre Dame is one of those teams that always seems like they're right on the edge of yeah. contending, but never quite there. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about them going into this year. Okay, They probably want everyone to think that things will be different this year and that they're finally where they want to be. But I think this game will tell a lot on how their season will go, as mm-hmm. well as for Florida State. They're predicted to finish pretty high up in the ACC there. This okay. game will tell us a lot about both teams, and you know it's the it's a Sunday game, so Sunday game. prime time. There's yeah, not as many distractions there. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens there. I think that's yeah. a really interesting matchup because Notre Dame has a brutal schedule this year. Yeah, they, really they play Wisconsin, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, USC, UNC, um, at Virginia. That's a brutal. Brutal game, but <laughs> so they they kind of need we a hope. win here against Florida State to start it off right because yeah. if Florida State comes out, I don't know about Notre Dame's chances to run the table. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yep. Got any other games, Dan? That you're um, kind of looking out for? No more. You guys have touched on most of them. Alrighty, those are the <clears throat> kind of set the stage games, yep. if you will. Yeah. Now, how about we get into a little bit of uh, some predictions? And as you've already seen, we are lovely at predicting. We are <laughs> spot on every time. Oh, yeah. We're, we're absolutely, yeah, absolutely the <laughs> best. So we're just going to run through all the conferences kind of from uh, west to east because we're sick of east coast bias. <laughs> so we're going to start with some west coast bias. Start with the Pac-12, make our way back east. And uh, just go through our uh, conference champions. Yeah, we'll, we'll run through it pretty quick. We want to touch a little more on conference realignment, right? Some yes, that are and coming out. a little mm. BYU season. Yes, sir. BYU stuff yes, too. sir. So I guess we start with the Pac-12, right? Let's do it. Jared, who are you feeling in the Pac-12 this year? I'm feeling Washington. Washington? Now, I know every BYU fan mm. just shudders in their <laughs> yep. root beer and jello rooms yep. when they hear Washington. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me be honest. I'm not a Washington fan, okay. except when they're playing Utah. Fair, fair. But Washington, I think, was a very underrated team last year. I'm pretty... Yeah. They, they made it to the Pac-12 championship game. Got COVID, couldn't play. Exactly. And so I think... And then, if I remember right, they didn't play in a bowl game. And so, no, they didn't. So they kind of just flew under the radar. Everybody kind of forgot about them. So I think... Washington is just poised to make a comeback here, catch everybody by surprise. I don't think anybody in the South can really challenge them. I think Oregon is going to be their main contender in the North. Right, yeah. Interesting. Washington will be interesting to see how it turns out for them. Dan, who do you got taking the title? I have the Ducks. The Ducks? Quack, quack, quack. quack. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good thing this is not 
a champion based on the intimidation of your mascot. But <laughs> <laughs> Oregon is much more than a duck. Much um, more. <clears throat> I think, yeah, they're going to be good. It depends on their uniforms, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are a huge uniform you know what I mean? conspiracy group here. It's it's there's some there's some bad juju with some of their some, some of the of kits, their some of their combos they got going on. Like the uh, the full duck uniform. With oh like the orange yeah, like that. And the the yellow feet and like yeah. the, the orange face mask. That was not. Didn't yeah. they get blown out in that game? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to me. Depends all on their equipment manager. I think he will be their, not their most valuable, but most important okay. player, if if you want to call him a player. The mid, yeah. I yeah. think. Most important personnel. Most yeah. important personnel. Yeah. Not most improved, most important. <laughs> um, but yeah, Oregon, beyond the uniforms, I think. Their offense is usually pretty fun to watch, pretty exciting. They've, oh, got, yeah. they've got some speedsters. And... The Pac-12, I don't know, Washington, I, I, I agree, will be good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure who else in the Pac-12 will challenge them. So, yeah, I think, I'm not saying they're going to be like a national champion contender, but I think they will come out of the Pac-12 on top. Okay. I agree with you, Dan. I think Oregon's going to take it. Already. I think Washington's, Washington's got a tough schedule ahead of them. They do play Michigan in the big house. Oh, well, depending on who you ask, that might be a cupcake. and that might <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, it'll be rough. I, trap, it's... trap game against Arkansas State. Oh, they okay. UCLA, which you know I'm high on. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. But now moving on to a different conference, Mountain West. You know, I, I couldn't come up with a huge champion on this one. I, I want to say San Jose State. I really, really do. Okay. Because San Jose okay. State was so good last year. But something good. in my body wants to tell me that this is Boise State's conference. You know, Boise State they, had a really off year last year, but their quarterbacks were hurt. They weren't really themselves. They were just a shell of themselves last year. Mm-hmm. I think they're poised for a comeback year this year. Whether it will be San Jose State or Boise State, I'm not sure. But both of them are going to be contending by the end of the year. Alrighty, And they are in uh, different... Are they in different uh, sides? I think they are, aren't they? Let's see. I think so. I think San Jose State's in the West. <coughs> Boise State's in the Mountain. Yes. Yep. So they All could right. be facing each other in the, in the conference championship. Yeah. Conference championship game. That'll be a good game. All right. We'll Dan, see. who you got? I'm going with Boise State as well. Okay. I think they're going to be a lot more motivated this year. With everything going on in college football, they have Ooh. a lot to play for to either secure themselves up place on the inside or else they'll be kind of shut out of you know the the primary college football landscape. So I think they'll be extra motivated and they'll be out to prove that they're more than just a mountain west team. I agree. They do have a lot to prove. Temporary big east team too. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alright. Now I am not going to lie and say I'm unbiased. <laughs> but I think that the Mountain West is going to come down to two schools here. It's going to be Fresno State and San Jose State. Excuse me? And I think my main reasoning for this is because Boise is not a state. Mm. Boise, Boise is a city. I, is did, a I didn't consider that. <laughs> not a state. However, 
Is Fresno a state? Fresno Fre- and San Jose. San Jose. Oh, oh, wait a second. None of these are does states. Does the Mountain West have a single state in it? Uh, New Mexico? Colorado. Colorado State. Colorado State. Colorado, Colorado State. state. Colorado state. Is see, state. that okay. sounds... Yeah. Utah okay. State yeah. as well. Utah, 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 Utah is, is a, state. Yeah. a state. Okay. Boise, not a state. San Diego, not a state. San Jose, Fresno, not state. What about Hawaii Rainbow Warriors? Is Hawaii a rainbow? <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. I <laughs> we'll have to do a study on that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get back to you. Yes, um, you know because of the uh, recent developments in the conspiracy state city theory mm-hmm. that I didn't realize Fresno and San Jose had state <laughs> in their all name. Not I'm gonna states. change my pick. Okay. On the fly, I'm gonna go the Wyoming Cowboys. Wyoming. Oh. Urine bombs and all. Interesting. <laughs> Wyoming <laughs> is long due. To be nationally relevant again, so Josh I Allen, yes the re- the resurgence of a Josh Allen type at Wyoming, uh, maybe yeah, not the next but gunslinger. <laughs> I think Wyoming is going to go undefeated in Mountain West play. Okay, okay, they're Write out of down. conference schedule. They play UConn, NIU, Dub, Dub. Montana State, Dub, and hmm. Ball State. Ooh. Which Ball State I think is an intriguing matchup. Ball is yeah. not a state though. Ball is not a not state. A state. Therefore, true. Wyoming goes undefeated. Wyoming as a state should be all those teams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, that's my bold prediction. Wyoming goes ten and two, winds up nationally ranked again. Huh? Hot takes. I would love that. That's a big. <laughs> Our listener in Wyoming would also love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now time for the big one. Let's go. To our first Power Five conference. <laughs> and I'm deliberate in saying Power that. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, well, let's be honest. The Big 12 is Oklahoma's to lose this year. Can we all just Absolutely. kind of agree on I, this? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, like, there's no, no one argument. really else, right? I mean, Oklahoma Iowa State. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. I, uh, some people are high on Iowa State. This is Oklahoma's conference. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. I'm Not pulling long, the fraud but... card on Iowa State. Okay. I think so, too. Yeah. I was watching a couple of their games from last year, and really, they just had some good tight ends. Like, Brock hmm. Purdy wasn't fantastic. He made some good throws, but really, he wasn't amazing. Like, he didn't really lead the team the way everybody says. Yeah. I think Brees Hall's very good, but I just don't think there's enough around him to actually, you know, amount to something. Yeah. Fair enough. So we all say Oklahoma yeah. the Big 12, not moving on to the best Big conference <laughs> in the nation. Our favorite conference by far. The single best. Very exciting. The Mac. Maction, baby. Maction. Night Lights, Maction. camera, Maction. <laughs> so, who do we got? I kind of have a, an interesting pick. Someone you probably weren't thinking of. Western Michigan. Ooh, the original road Ooh, boat. Okay. Western Michigan University. I think they're going to take the Mac this year. Okay. I okay. think they are. All okay. right, Dan. I'm going with Ball State. Oh, uh, not a state. state, but in that state, they can ball. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, okay. They wow. finished their last season on a strong note. They did, and, and they, who did they, was it? San Jose State or yeah, something in that San bowl Jose game? State in the bowl game. Um, and they're returning a lot of players. Okay, a lot of starters. So I think they'll hit the ground running. They'll light it up in Tuesday night Maction or whatever weekday it is. And <laughs> they'll, yeah, have them winning the Mac. 
All right, I agree, Dan. Uh, I just chose them because, let's be honest, in the Mac, it's kind of a toss-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> week to week. It's anyone's conference. <laughs> but I chose Ball State because constantly in my NCAA 14 dynasty, I got Ball State's top four team every hmm. other year. Oh, so really? I'm thinking that the guys back in 2013 that coded the game, they knew something. Ooh, they, they had to have. They knew that in 2021, Ball State was going to win the Mac. So, oh, banking on that. I'll take All that. Right. That's probably about, as reliable as <laughs> any thought I can conjure. So. <laughs> How about the second best conference in the Midwest, the Big Ten? Close second. Close second. Close second to the MAC. Similar to the Big 12, Ohio State's conference loses. I agree. Michigan, mm-hmm. absolute doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> rubbish. Bad. Straight rubbish. All right, you know, here's a quick talking Harbaugh. point. Harbaugh, is he gone? He is very much on the hot seat, I think. Yeah, I agree. Especially if he loses to, let's say, Michigan State. <laughs> if he goes eleven and one and loses to Ohio State, he's he's fine. I think that's almost but the only way, goes right? Ten and two and loses to Ohio State and Michigan State. <laughs> that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> that's if he bad loses to him. Michigan State. And I think, yeah, like if if he loses those rivalry games again. Because we all know how he's performed against rivals. Mm, not well. He could be on his way out. I 1,000% agree. I think if he loses to anyone other than Ohio State, he's out. Yeah. You know, because he's not going to beat Ohio State this year. I don't think he's ever going to beat Ohio State. Never. Coming from a completely unbiased person. Yeah. Straight Never facts. <laughs> but I, I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't see yeah. him staying. Anyway. So, if he does... Lose his job. What do you think happens to Jim Harbaugh? Ooh. What's next? Um, OC at Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the broken coaches camp. The, yeah, the, the Sark the, idea. You know, I don't know. I don't Maybe. know where he would go. Would he want to go anywhere else? Would he try to hop back into the NFL? I don't. Would they even I, want him? I don't know. He could go hook up with his brother in Baltimore. Be like, be like an assistant, special teams. <laughs> special, yeah. special teams. I sort of might be able to handle that. Know. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. To maybe think starts about. A, like a khaki factory. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, or maybe okay. he just like becomes like a booster and just takes teams to Italy every other year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes them all wear khakis. Yeah. He okay. Be like a khaki model. Mm. Oh, he could be in yeah, those okay. Tide Pod commercials. Oh. Or like, oh, yeah. He could like those? stain his pants and then wash yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, he could do that for sure. Dude, I think he'd be kind of like he'd be a pretty beast, like little league coach. Like you know, the Pop Warner. Yeah, like go coaches kids and like twelve-year-old <laughs> AAU football. Uh, yeah, I, I could. Yeah, I could see that. He'd he'd get into it. See. Feel bad for those kids, but <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, back to the conference. <laughs> Let's go to another strong conference. Mm-hmm. Borderline Power Five. They call themselves the Power Six. It's mm, Conference USA. They? Conference <laughs> USA. You know, I have to issue an apology. A big apology here. <laughs> Last First week, I said that UTEP was going to be a top 10 G5 team. I'm sorry, all you El Paso fans out there. Ooh. I was wrong. I Ouch. mixed up UTEP and UTSA. Ouch. I really did. We did not play UTEP last year. We played UTSA. They kept it close. They're mm. the ones with the great coach. They're the ones with the great running back. I think UTSA will win this conference. Okay. And I think they will be a top 10 G5 team. 
Will they be they've... nationally ranked? You know what? I think that... No. I do not think they will be. Okay. I think they will be maybe receiving votes. Okay. okay. Receiving votes. But they will go to a bowl game. I can okay. promise you that. <laughs> UTSA will go bowling this year. Alrighty. That is something I like to hear. UTSA go bowling. Do they win their San bowl game? Antonio. Uh, you know, bowl games are weird. <laughs> yeah, you never know. It's hard to say. But yeah, I think I think they're at least a seven team win, uh, a seven win team this season. Okay, they have like not a terrible schedule. Nope. Their hardest game will probably be either Illinois or yeah. Memphis. Yeah, hmm. so probably Memphis. Maybe two losses, but I th- I think they can hang around with both of those teams. I think so. Maybe too. Yeah. Memphis. High on UTSA. Alrighty, Dan, who you got? <clears throat> uh, I did about one minute of research for this one. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And I came up with Western Kentucky Ooh, University. The, the Hilltoppers. The yeah. <laughs> They're at the top of their hill. True. Over there in the state of Kentucky. So they are in a state, which they is always are, a good yeah. sign. That is, that is a good sign. And, yeah, I have them winning the Conference USA, which right. is called the United States. Oh, so and they're you in know state. that Kentucky in is part of that, so... <laughs> that that made me feel pretty good about them. Okay. I'm going with UAB. <laughs> First reason is because Bum Nugget McSqueezer, like my, my coach in NCAA 14. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he started his career at UAB. Okay. Mm. Led him to a Sugar Bowl victory. Yeah. And let's just be honest, who doesn't like a freaking dragon on the side of your helmet? Yeah. That's true. I do yeah. love that. Yeah, they do have a cool mascot. And this is the only team I actually like. Did some deep research for. Okay. They were eleven and three in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Nine and five in twenty nineteen. Six and three in twenty twenty. Okay. Hmm. They have seventeen returning starters. Whoa. Eight on offense, nine on defense. So that's pretty good. Nice. That's really they have good. a deep QB room, and best of all, they have a brand new stadium. Brand new stadium. Okay. Brand new stadium. Okay. Got to break it in with the Conference USA Championship. Let's okay. go. That's all I got. <laughs> That's fair. Good enough for me. Moving a little further east, we have mm. the infamous Sun Belt Conference. Yeah. They did help us out a lot last year with a lot of games. And they also killed us with Coastal Carolina. <sighs> not, not, not a big Coastal Carolina <laughs> guy. I am not <sighs> a big Coastal Carolina guy. And that's why I'm saying the University of Louisiana Lafayette will win this conference. All right. You know, they are stacked. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. ULL and Coastal Carolina play relatively early in the season. Do they not? Uh, let's figure it I'm out. I'm not 100% positive on that, so don't quote me. Not 100%. yet, 100. Anyway. Uh, we got we got a fact check going on right here. Da 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 da. We need a stats guy. Coastal we do. Carolina. How are you feeling about it? Uh, so no, they. Oh wow. They don't play. <laughs> For whatever reason, they I thought they don't play at all. Uh, they do not play at all. Sad. But when they meet in the championship game. I yep. think University of Louisiana Lafayette will handle them. When? Alrighty. Not if. When, yes. When, exactly. They are in different sides of the Sun Belt. So okay. That is, that is possible. Um, I would have to agree. I love that they're the Raging Cajuns. Raging oh, Cajun. yes. And Raging Cajun fries yeah. from Five Guys. Good oh, stuff. Cajun fries are good. I remember we went to, was it Applebee's? It was Applebee's. We got the bottomless wing yep. shrimp yep. thing. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that, was, that was quite a meal. And there was a Louisiana Lafayette game on. I think that was the football gods telling us, hey, remember this team. Exactly. They needed us to know. <laughs> remember this team. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, so. I'm going to be honest. Hate is a strong word. It is. And I hate Coastal Carolina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're almost as bad as Utah. Ooh. I'd say they're yeah. worse at... Uh-huh. I don't know. They're on the same tier as that team up north for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. So What could have been, man, if it weren't for them? I know. I swear, if we had even four days to prepare for Coastal <laughs> Carolina, we could have beaten them. We really yeah, could have. Dirty mullets. Dirty mullets. <laughs> anyway, so Coastal Carolina goes defeated oh. into the Sun Belt this year. Defeated. Doesn't win a single game except against the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> and Louisiana... Oh, fetch. Okay, they might win two games. <laughs> but the Raging Cajuns, this is their conference, I think. I yeah. think they are going to play App State. App in State? The, yes. App State in the championship. Not and a then state. We'll see what happens, but I think Louisiana Lafayette, I think they're taking it. Lafayette. Now to our second to least favorite conference. Well, I don't know about you guys. It's my second to least favorite conference. <laughs> The SEC. The SEC. Yeah. S-E-C. The S-E-C, Southeast. but whenever you hear it, you think S-C-C. Right? S-C-C. Is it just S-E-C. me? S-E-C. S-E-C. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. When you say it fast. Okay. S-E-C. You're saying S-E-C five times fast without, without it sounding like S-C-C. S-E-C, S-E-C. Yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> All right. I got Alabama. I got Alabama. Just default. Yep. Dan, I see a... I'm in disagreement. Oh? <laughs> I'm putting all my chips on our boy Zeb. Ooh. Zeb. Zeb Noland will lead South Carolina to its first SEC championship. Oh, what a story. Who knows how long. Hot take. And then he goes to the NFL. Ooh. How would you guys like to see that? That's what I'm rooting for in the SEC. Already. Um, but Alabama will be, of course, second best. Okay. In the okay. conference. Already behind South Carolina. Yeah. I like it. All right. I think the last two, we are all in agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The AAC and the ACC. AAC, Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. Nobody, nobody's on par with them. Nope. They're, Luke Fickle's got a good thing going there. So how good do you guys think Cincinnati will actually be <sighs> this year? Playoff? I think they'll stay in the top 25. I do top not think 25. they'll stay in the playoff. Um, they have a very hard schedule this year. They do. I think they'll lose to Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. I, I think th- they might go into the end of the season eleven and one or ten and two. Okay. Yeah. But Still with top their 20. schedule, that, yes. that's pretty good. Still top twenty. They'll go to a New Year's Six maybe. Okay. I do not think that they're in contention for the playoff. Okay. Okay. They play at Indiana, have yeah. a bye week, and then play at in at Notre Dame. So yeah. that if that I think if they can get through that stretch. Then they can go undefeated. They get UCF at home. They get Tulsa at home. Okay. They don't play Memphis. You know, they get SMU at home. I, yeah. I, they could have a really good year. But those two games. If they go undefeated, I think they'll be in playoff contention. I do think so. But mm-hmm. I don't think they will go yeah. undefeated. <laughs> I, Unfortunately. They'll yeah. be good, but not. I love to pull the fraud card on Notre Dame. Ooh. Because that's all they've done. <laughs> Ten years is kind of a recurring thing. Yeah. yeah, but get blown out in the playoffs. I think that game, um, Notre Dame Cincinnati, will be very telling for both Notre Dame and Cincinnati, and I think the winner will be in playoff contention. Very interesting. And then the ACC. One thing. Yawn. 
<laughs> one team conference. Is there anybody yeah. that's even going to challenge Clemson this year? I mean, challenge. I, if anyone were to challenge them, who would it be? UNC? North Carolina. It would be North Carolina. Miami. Miami for two of us. <laughs> uh, Florida State. Who else is even in the, uh, the ACC? Yeah, Virginia. 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 Weren't they in the Tech, conference championship? North Carolina State. I'm a roll with either the Demon Deacons. Wake Ooh. Forest. Because their mascots. It's great mascot. <laughs> that is a good mascot, religious. All-time mascot. Sacrilege. Yes. And then uh, Boston College. Boston. Because in Ooh. 2006, BYU lost to Boston College. It's one of yeah. the only two losses. They must be good Dang. then. So they have a good yeah. 15 year. Uh, I can't believe I didn't think about that blip. one. I know. <laughs> 2006. <laughs> yeah, Clemson. Yeah, it's just Clemson. Not, not much of a conversation. <laughs> Let's be. Okay, how about this? Let's do a little. Uh, who, if you were to pick a Power Five? Power Five conference, right? So you have to choose five conferences, mm-hmm. top to bottom. All right, how good the conference is. Mm. So you you kind of don't count mm. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. Okay, we're not okay. Those we teams. don't no those. because like those are you know because I don't know. I want to see what you guys think. Is the ACC still Power Five <laughs> if you don't count Clemson? Uh, I think mm. this year, yes. Okay. But in the last few years, I would have said no. I kind of tend to agree with you. This year, they've got a couple teams that are looking to be better. Kind of catching up to Clemson. Whereas the past few seasons, it's just been Clemson running the table. <laughs> not Cake even having close league. games. Yeah. Cakewalk. But, yeah. There's a few good teams in the ACC. Okay. The ACC reminds me a lot of the Big 12. Okay. Mm. Clemson and Oklahoma, there's that parallel there. Then after that, UNC is maybe like an Oklahoma State type. Maybe. Yeah. I'd put them like kind of an Iowa State type where Iowa they get State. lots of hype, but still not there. Yeah, you know, would they still be a Power 5 conference? Of course they would just because, you know, Power 5 is more about politics than it is right. your ability yeah. to play football. But, um, yeah, you know, ACC, Clemson's going to run the table. They always do. They always have. They'll do it again. One hot take I had. Oh. Oh. Clemson will not be in the playoff. Oh. Clemson will not that's, be in the that's playoff. My, that's my hot take of the uh, season. Okay. I think, I mean, they lost Trevor Lawrence. They're right. back up. You know, we're hearing good things, right? Right. But I don't think they'll be as good as the Clemson teams we've seen okay. in the past few years. I just don't. All right. <laughs> they lost a couple guys on defense. Yeah, they're they, like... they lost a lot of guys. Their coach is a good recruiter. He yeah. is. But I don't think they'll be up there. I think there'll be more teams better than them than there have been interesting. in past seasons. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Do we want to go around the table and give our uh, like knee-jerk reaction preseason playoff teams? Oh, just let's do it. Top of your head. It's a season preview. You have five seconds. Five seconds. All right. Ready, set, Jared. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Ohio State. Um, of course. Oklahoma. Uh huh. Alabama. Uh huh. Washington. Okay. Ooh, going with Washington. Going Washington. Dan. Ohio State. Oklahoma. Oregon. Ooh. Okay. We both agree. Pac-12 team Pac-12 will be in it. Be relevant. And I don't know about a fourth team. Will they just do three this year? Uh, <laughs> I wish. BYU. 
Um, I think another SEC team. Oh, Georgia. Like a Georgia, maybe? Not definitely LSU. not Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> LSU. Um, LSU. Are they the the next best team? Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Texas A&M. We forgot yeah. About yeah. I forgot yeah. About yeah. Texas yeah. A&M. That, that's that's what I was thinking of. Texas, Texas A&M. A&M. I think that they'll be good. Right, I'm gonna add a dark horse to mine. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss Wouldn't horse. that be something? I got That'd Bama. Okay. Ohio State. Okay. I do think Clemson will make it. Ooh. Yeah. And I think it's time for the Pac-12 to be back. Okay. Or, or okay. So or, are we all in agreement. We're going Pac-12 this year. Uh, will it happen? They'll have one team. One team. It's not going to be like the Shark Fest that it usually is. <laughs> I think you know it, it's yeah, time who for knows? Oregon resurgence. Okay. Yep. I would be very happy with that. I'd love that. If Oregon be, keeps winning, they get the swagger back. They get mm, the new jerseys. They got all that Nike every game. clout. Alrighty. That would be good for the sport. I yeah. agree. thousand percent agree. West Coast football is back. We hate East Coast bias. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to change my pick. Oh. Alabama's not going to the playoffs. Oh. Goodness gracious. It's going to be BYU. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Undefeated. Do you think, okay. Honestly, hmm. if BYU runs the table, is there any shot? Because we're kind of segmenting into the BYU season preview now. <sighs> Just for starters, any shot if we go undefeated? Um, if we go undefeated, I think it's hard to keep us out. Okay. We do seven P5s. A lot of yeah, seven P5s. Over plus half our, plus over Boise half State, our, which yeah, yeah. Over, so Solid. over half of our schedule is P5. Mm-hmm. I think it would be hard to keep us out. If they did, we'd be five or six. We'll definitely yeah. be top ten if we run the table. Oh, yeah. New Year's six for sure. Yes. Yeah. I I think there is a scenario where we could go undefeated and not make it. Mm-hmm. If, you know, the teams we schedule turn out to be rubbish. Or Which usually they end up being <laughs> or, that Or, right? you know, we, we kind of squeak by teams and don't have any right. kind of statement wins. But... And let's be honest, on our schedule, there's no, like... Giants, right? Like they're all power fives, right? But there's yeah. no like, yeah. unless th- you count USC. I think it does help that we have USC last week. USC, okay. yeah, that that and might USC be like a, a key game. And we beat them. I think that'll be big for us. Okay. Yeah, I hope Especially we're in a. We won't, we won't have a conference. We won't have a conference championship. Yeah, game. I was just gonna say. I hope we're in a good position when that last game comes around for it to be a, a really exciting week. Good build up. And oh yes. Good atmosphere, but. Yeah, going back to the question, I think if we are undefeated, I'd say it's maybe sixty forty that okay. we make the playoff. Okay, okay, okay. As a if, you know, if we win the right way, and if you know some other things fall our way. Yeah, right. I I do think we'll need some help. Yeah, we'll definitely need some help. Yeah. Alrighty, let's get into BYU then, shall we? Let's do it. BYU season preview. How are we feeling about your BYU Cougars? Cougars. <clears throat> so first thing we should mention about BYU, Kalani Satake just got an extension, two more years through 2025. Interesting move, honestly. 2025. Yeah, you know, not something that I, I think anybody was expecting. Right. But I think most players are, are happy that he's there. He, he's had a pretty good relationship with the players. Yeah, he's been a good coach. Uh, last year, he was sneakily on the hot seat. Last year, I think he kind of was. Yeah, he was. And then, boom! He has this year. <laughs> they lock him up because at this point, great. you don't want you know what happened with Virginia to happen. You don't want to be like a mid 
level P5, the poach, right. you know, our, our head coach. So give him that two-year extension. Yeah, it gives him time to keep building this program and help hopefully get BYU back to national prominence. Right. Mm-hmm. I kind of have this theory. You need to give a coach at least like a full recruiting cycle, right? Give him four years right. before you make a decision. And I think Kalani kind of, you know, happened into the 2020 year at the perfect time. Yep. You yep. know, because then he could claim that as, you know, player development. And I brought in my the guys that I recruited, you know, and we made this good team. Right. I still think that maybe, because they'd already extended him through 23, I still yeah. think we maybe should have waited a year or two to I extend so him to 25, too. because, like, if we're being honest, first year, he went 8-5, and five, or 9-4 yeah. and four with the Taysom and Jamal, right? So I don't really count that. Yeah. But then in his other years, he went 4-7, and seven, and then, <laughs> yeah, or 4-8, and eight, whatever, right? And then 7-6, yeah, 7-6, yeah. seven and, six, seven and, six, and then 11-1. and one. So there is, like, upward trends, but he hasn't really been, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to think of it. Yeah, I'm kind of lukewarm towards Kalani. I think, you know, the more I think about it, you know, the more I settle on he's the best guy for the job. I'm not, like, super happy with what he's done. Last year was obviously great. Right. But the years before that, I was kind of, you know, I was putting him on the hot seat a little myself. But... You know, I don't think when you consider the alternatives, like, who else could we bring in? I think, yeah. you know, there's a lot more than just the performance on the field that Tom Holmo is that's, factoring in. That's and, true. I mean, overall, I think he's the best person for the job right now. Yeah. I don't know that they needed to extend him for exactly. <laughs> two more years yeah. right now. It's kind of a question mark, but, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't hate it. Right. Yeah, Dan, you bring up a really good point. How many coaches are there out there that are, you know, good, that are members in good standing of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day mm-hmm. Saints? You know, that that's a requirement to be a coach at BYU. So yeah, Kalani right now he's he's the best man for the <coughs> job. Hopefully he proves it again this season. Uh, I, let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, because we have a heck of a schedule coming up. Here. <laughs> yes, we do. we do. Um, let's run through the depth chart just really quick. Jaron Hall. QB1, I think we we're all kind of expecting this. QB1, yeah. I was kind of hoping for Jacob Conover just as kind of a wild card. <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> but the, the we, we love Jaron Hall. My cousin went to school with him. You know, so oh, yeah. he's a really cool guy. Um, I think he has the tools to be really good. I just hope he takes care of the ball. That's my only, mm. my only question mark. He takes care of his head. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say. He doesn't get concussed week two, you know. That's, that's my big question mark for him is the injuries. Yeah. He's got a history of that. When he does play, he looks really good, right? Like and that it, Utah State first half? Mm. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. And apparently he looked good this offseason. Beat out Baylor Romney, who we know can ball. Yeah, and Jacob really Conover, who we've heard good things about. So if he can stay healthy, I think we're in good hands. Me too. And to be honest, we have a heck of a... Like we have a heck ton of weapons around him. Yeah, we got the Dakuas, we got Neil Pau, we got Gunnar Romney, we got Lopini Katoa and Tyler Algier, we got Isaac <laughs> Rex and Dallin Hoker and Mason Wake. Mm. You know, we got we we're team, we're yeah. stacked. We got yeah, we got weapons for sure. So I I think the quarterback question doesn't matter as much this year as it would in past years because I think yeah. we have a lot more weapons to rely on. Yeah, with Tyler Algier and Katoa in the backfield, we'll, we'll be able to rely on our run game a little bit. You know, our offensive line is a little bit of a question mark right now. Mm-hmm. We lost some good talent to the draft. 
But uh, yeah, you know, BYU does have a tendency to produce some pretty good linemen. So yeah, we did. If we can keep that up, I think we'll have the running game to support our quarterback play. You know, supposedly it'll be great, but even <laughs> if it isn't, I think we have the running game to support a uh, pretty yeah. good team. I agree. Yeah, I don't think it has to be great for us to have a a good season. Right. And I, yeah, we've got the weapons, we've got the run game, we've got the defense. I think Jaron Hall would do good. If not, we've got Baylor Romney and Jacob Conover who can step in and right. do an adequate job. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about the quarterback position. I think this is the first year that I've actually been comfortable with like our depth. You know, mm-hmm. as yeah. at least as far as like skill skill positions go. Yeah, me too. I think we're in a good spot. I think we are too. So uh, I've got one question. Yes. For you guys, how many starters will we see at QB? This year. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Let's, Let's hope and pray one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last year we had one, Zach, right? Last year was great. But the year before that, we had three. <laughs> yep. Year yep. before All that, three. we had two. Year before that, I think we had. Did yeah. we have two as well? Yeah. I, we were all gone on our missions. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, hopefully we only have one. Like I said, Jaron Hall has been a little bit injury prone. Mm-hmm. If he stays healthy. Will be in great hands. If not, I think you know Baylor Romney really showed in against Boise State in mm-hmm. 2019 that he can ball. He can ball and he can pick apart a defense. So I think worst case scenario, I think we see two starters this season. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Unless you know that there's some like you know garbage time minutes where you know other QBs get in. Yeah. Like legit starting QBs, I think we'll have hopefully one, maybe two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I would agree. I'd say no more than two. Another question. How many games does Jaron Hall play in? Ooh. Mm. Does he play all of them? Or does he miss at least one? Hopefully twelve. Yeah, I would thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> well, fourteen. I think he'll playoff. miss right, yeah. at least one game. You think so? Yeah. I, that's probably a safe bet. Just <laughs> I mean history. if someone gave me odds I would definitely bet yeah, he'll miss one game. That's yeah. cheese on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Hopefully, not, Hopefully not, not many, if any. I think I think one of the reasons to last year having such continuity and having so many starters like remain healthy was that we didn't have to play our starters for four whole quarters right. early in the season, right? Right. Whereas yep. with our schedule, we got Arizona. Hopefully, it's a cupcake, right? Yeah. yeah. But then we get Utah and Arizona State. And those mm-hmm. games, I think, are going to be tight. I think our starters are going to be in down to the wire. And so if we can survive the first three games, you know, we play South Florida, trap game, but I think we'll win it this year. I think we will. <laughs> Utah State. <laughs> That's our absolute Whoa. walk in the park. And then Boise State at home. So yeah. I think if we can make it through the first three games with one quarterback, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, I think last year might have proved that we're over the trap games. Let's hope so. Hopefully. It was know, a whole year of trap games. Right? <laughs> audience, kind of figured out UTSA was close, but we ended up pulling it out. Yeah. And we ended up winning that game. That's so true. So hopefully that means that we, don't, we'll, 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 we won't drop a dumb game this year. But like you said, you know, our, our guys are going to be a little more tired because we're playing seven P5 opponents. Those G5s are kind of sprinkled in there. They might catch us on an off week where we're tired. But I guess that goes into our season predictions. How do we think BYU is going to do this year? Uh, who wants to start? I don't. 
mean, <laughs> may, co- may come back to bite us, no matter what we say. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> looking at the schedule here, I think there are two games that I'm worried about, and it's okay. Utah and Arizona State. Already? There are a few other... Well, USC is another one, and there are some right. games that I like... Based on previous year's performance, mm-hmm. I feel like I should be worried about. Okay. Whether it's Boise State or um, South Florida, you know, games like that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, I'm feeling good about this team, about our depth, our defense, and our offense, both sides of the ball. We've got Jake Swoldroid or Jake the Make Oldroid, <laughs> whatever yeah, he whatever wants to call himself. Old <laughs> Our kicking game should be solid. I think we go ten and two Ooh, ten in and the two? regular season. Okay. Wow. With losses to. Would you like to peg losses? Arizona State, <clears throat> and I don't want to say we'll lose to Utah. I'd like to avoid that. Don't say that <laughs> at, at all costs. But the other loss will be, I feel, Virginia. Virginia. Bronco Mendenhall's got kind of a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. When I think so. coming, it's going to be a very emotional game. Coming to Provo, I think. Yeah. he's. I mean, he's a good coach. He is. He's, he's done a good coach. job at Virginia, I think. He's done a very good job. I think yeah. he could come in and beat us. I don't want it, but it's possible. That, that's my season prediction. Honestly, right. then, I agree with you. I think that Virginia is a formidable foe. For, mm-hmm. for BYU. Looking at the current FPI rankings, you know, Virginia's only up by one. Ooh, you know, yeah. Ooh, BYU's it's, sitting at 38 right now, neck if I'm not neck. mistaken. Is that, is that right, Jared? Yes. Yep. BYU's sitting at 38. UVA sitting at 37. Bronco Mendenhall does have a chip on his shoulder. I think BYU this year, my prediction is that they will go 9-3. and three. Okay. okay. I think they will go 9-3. and three. They will beat Arizona. I'm saying they're going to beat Utah this year. This Ooh, is the year. Yes, I hope this so. This is the year that they will beat Come Utah. Yes. Come on. But then, unfortunately, I think we'll drop the game to Arizona State. Hey, ah. might be acceptable if we beat Utah, though. Exactly. I, I would take that, honestly. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> I think we'll drop a game to Virginia, like Dan was saying. I think we'll probably lose to USC at the end of the year, just because USC does tend to play better towards the end of the year. That's you true. We beat USC in the past, but it's always been <coughs> the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I think towards the end of the season, USC is going to be playing well. Nine and three would not be a disappointment for this BYU team. No. Yeah. Let's make that abundantly clear. This, yes. This BYU team nationally is expected to fail. Right. They, Go 500. Yeah. Maybe yeah. seven and five. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think nine and three would be a great year. I think that would be a huge progress for Kalani and for the BYU Cougars. And let's see how it goes. Alrighty. Let's well, see. I'm going to have some controversial takes <clears throat> on that. All right, oh, boy. And I have oh, some logic what behind it. What you got? It. Okay. Logic. First off. <laughs> Are you using logic in conversation about sports, Jared? <laughs> First of all, please discount everything that Jared is good about this. He's using logic. <laughs> he we says not, that. We do not condone using logic in this podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Hear me out, guys. Wh- hypothetically, if you are Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, when, if you're going to lose, a, or honestly, any team trying to make the playoff, if you're going to lose, when do you want to lose? Do you want to lose in the first half of the season, last half of the season? First half. Week first zero. half, correct? My hope for BYU this year is to go to New Year's Six Bowl. I think it's possible. Okay. I think we can do it mm-hmm. with two losses. 
I think two losses and things fall our way, we can go to New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Now, what hear me out. two losses? Hear me out. Okay. Uh-oh. Don't say it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't say it. Just... <laughs> Don't say it. You still gotta go there? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Every year, for the past 12 years... Oh, no. I have firmly believed in my soul that we are good enough to beat Utah. And every year since 2009, we have lost to Utah. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously as a sports fan, everything I do directly affects my team's play. Of course, yeah. Right? Course it's only it weird if yeah. it doesn't work. Makes yeah. sense, uh-huh. yeah. So this year, I firmly believe we will lose to Utah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> With the football gods. Exactly. Huh? I'm going to pull a quick one. Uh, okay. Bold strategy. So, we lose to Utah. Okay. We lose to either Arizona State or Arizona. I would love... So, that puts us at one and two to begin the season, though. Yes. Do we fall out of relevance after that? I think... Let's say we lose to Arizona. Okay. We oh and two. We or, lose to Utah. Yeah. Okay. Now oh okay. and two. Oh and two. Arizona State plays two cupcakes, right? So they'll be top twenty by the time we yeah, play them, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We beat Arizona State. Okay. Everyone's like, "Oh, huge upset!" Right? Nice. Then we go on and we rip off nine straight wins at oh. Baylor, at Washington State, Virginia, <clears throat> home, Boise State, at Georgia Southern, and then finally we finish off with a big win at USC. Huh. I think even though we lose two games and we lose to Arizona or Arizona State, depending on who you want to lose to, I think if we rip off like nine or ten straight wins, I don't think that you can keep us out of New Year's Six. That's my personal thought. Okay. I would love a I would love to see us go ten and two. That's my prediction. I get what you're saying. I think Arizona State, a loss at Arizona State hurts a lot less than a neutral loss to that's, Arizona. That's true. That mm-hmm. is true. So 10-2 and two with a loss to Arizona and Utah, starting off 0-2. Oh, sorry, sorry. Or With a win against Arizona, lose to Utah, lose to Arizona State, start 1-2, and two, rip off 9 straight. With a win at nationally ranked <coughs> USC. Yeah. Yeah, that might that might I, us over the hump. Pretty I don't strong. know. I don't know. That's my hope. Okay. So Alrighty. that's what I'm going with. 10-2. and two. Losses to Utah or Arizona State. Very, very fair. Well, we're pretty bullish on this team, <laughs> it looks like. Yeah, you Got know, the blue goggles on. No more than three losses. Everyone else is thinking that BYU is going to fail. No returning production. Here we are. Huge BYU podcast saying <laughs> smash any over you can on BYU win total. Oh, yes. And we'll be good. you will be handsomely rewarded with many, many Cheez-Its. Thousand, many. thousand percent agree. I think the hardest game for us this season, besides Utah, is going to be Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. I think Georgia okay. Southern is a good football team. Interesting. Okay. I think they are. I think what we do against <clears throat> Georgia Southern is going to be equivalent to how we would have done against Coastal Carolina had we had a full week to prepare. So I'll blow out. We'll we'll blow them out. We'll blow them out. No good. <laughs> Thousand percent. But I think that's a trap game. I think okay. That's the game we got to watch out for. That's a trap. Week 11 trap game. That's not good. Right. Especially if we're, you know, 9-2 and two heading into that game or 8-2, yeah. and two, you know. <laughs> not good to have a trap game that late in the season, but Mm-mm. we'll see. Alrighty. Well. That's the season recap, or I guess season, season look ahead. Not season <laughs> recap, you know. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but yeah, you know, 
we're really excited. Week one's coming up. Like I said, Jared and I, we're going to be in Arizona. We're gonna, Sorry, we're going to be watching the Arizona, <laughs> Arizona-BYU game in Las Vegas, Nevada. After a long day in the sports bar. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. After a long day drowning ourselves in wings oh. at you know Buffalo Wild Wings or wherever else we go. And Dan will, will be watching with us from home. Faithfully supporting. Provo. Absolutely. And it's going to be a great time. BYU football is back. Get Finally. pumped, everyone. Yeah. Finally. We're, we're, we're good. <laughs> it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. Only good football's back. I might just. <laughs> Honestly, what a, what though, tears might fall when they play, like, the hype videos before the team runs oh, yeah. out. Oh. It's going to be just yep. chills, yes. tears. The smoke fills up the tunnel. Oh. You got, like, 60,000 BYU fans in there and <laughs> two or 3,000 Arizona fans. <laughs> if they even exist out there. Yeah. For real. Anyway. Yeah. Go Cougars. Go That's Cougars. all I got to say. Go That's all I got to say, too. Go Cougars. Go Cougars. <laughs> Any uh, final thoughts? Um, I was going to ask, who do you think will be the leading receiver this Ooh, season? For BYU? Leading yeah. receiver for BYU. We've got a lot of good weapons. If I'm being honest, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I know people have been talking about him, but I think he's really going to show up. Neil Pau. Neil Powell. I think mm-hmm. he's gone under the radar the last couple of years. Dax okay. Mann and Gunnar Romney kind of played over him, you know. I think he's got great hands. He's a good route runner. And if he can hold on to the ball, I think he's going to be a leading receiver. Okay. You know, I'm going to have to differ from you there, Jared. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of the Nakua brothers, probably Puka. Puka. Puka Nakua. I think that he's going to be a, he's going to be a huge asset for BYU this season. Massive. He's an incredible player. And I think he's going to do great here at BYU in the system. Okay, okay. I can see that. Yeah, I was going to go with Puka as well. Already? I think, I mean, coming from Washington, he he's still he's still young, and he he played well at Washington. He did. He had he, some great games. He really did, some yeah. Some great catches. And I think coming on to this BYU team, he'll be you know happy with his brother Samson. Obviously, they transferred here for a reason. Yes. They want yeah. to be here. Yep. And I think he will kind of find himself and have a really good year for us. I love it. I would love to see the Nakua brothers play really well this season. That'd be awesome. That would be great. Great for the BYU family. Oh, yep. yes. Because with family, you can do anything. <laughs> 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 all right, so I guess that's all. That, that's all we got for you guys this week. Or I guess this week for this episode. Today. <laughs> yeah, for this episode. Yeah. I hope that you enjoyed Taking sports a little too seriously with us, just like we always do, just how it mm-hmm. should be. You know This it. is Les Talk signing off for this episode. Thanks, I'm, guys. I'm Jared. I'm Dan. I'm Justin. Let's See get you later. Let's get booling. Come <laughs> <laughs> baby. Here we come. Let's go. All righty.